Thanks everyone for tuning back into the podcast. This is Barrett. Just wanted to give you a little quick update here. We want to take a moment to say thanks, first of all, for all the likes, shares, positive vibes, and comments on the podcast reboot. We apologize for the delays on our releases here right out of the gate. Just to peel back the curtain a little bit further to let everybody know what's going on in full transparency. Between our two households, we've dealt with bouts of H1N1, who even knew that that was still a thing, Uh, viral infections, COVID, as well as the birth of my beautiful daughter, Ava Jade. We also had some severe inclement weather, double digits in accumulative snowfall between snow, ice, and rain that's hindered Josh and I from getting together and creating a quality recording and content for you folks to consume. We will get this ship back on course. So we wanted today to provide you again with another classical segment. Today we are bringing you this classical segment that does include our former co-host and friend, Cato Gatsby. We felt like this was very timely as far as the discussions that were had from this particular episode and this particular segment from that episode, which was about 11 years ago or so. It... The episode's theme was propaganda, disinformation campaigns, and censorship, so you'll hear us talk about censorship, which is, for shorthand, we called the episode censorship at the time. So most of what we discuss in this particular segment is more around the lines of propaganda and the vehicles that people use, more specifically political affiliations or governmental agencies or dictatorships or insurgent campaigns. Those, those folks, those entities, those people, the vehicles that they use to get their information across, to incite people, to motivate people at the polls, to justify their ill will and their unethical doings. So we just felt like this was very timely, especially considering everything that's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now, to bring this up. There's a lot of accusations in the current political climate between these two parties with regards to intent and intents to actual active genocide going on at the moment. People don't realize that this is a thing that actually happens still yet today. In the episode that we're putting up today, this classical segment, please realize it's 10 plus years ago, so it's much younger versions of ourselves. We're, you know, immature humor shines through, but still yet entertaining. Uh, also, there's a moment at which uh, Cato refers to six million Jews pa- passing, and I incorrectly say that nearly 12 million lives were lost. Um, pretty famously, for particularly at that, even up to that time, there was information shared online that 11 to 12 million Jews were actually those who died. That is actually more is a pretty famous fictitious number that was shared around and had a lot to do with the population census. Hitler had a campaign against not only just the Jewish people uh, as well, but, you know, he had a thing against gypsies and he had a thing that, you know, they had POWs and prisoners of war. uh, So they actually engaged in a lot of the same tactics with those folks. So... I want to also mention the fact that we do have the Cato episode, the tribute episode that we mentioned previously that we're trying to get together. Please, folks, get your submissions in as soon as possible, whatever prepared materials you're comfortable with doing. I'm not going to dictate what you do. I'm not telling anybody what to do. It's whatever you feel right in your soul, your essence, if you will. 
I'm just trying to memorialize the man. Uh, he meant so much to me. Uh, and uh, I will get into more specifics about that and share my own personal uh, feelings and thoughts on that episode. But we are going to proceed even with lack of submissions. Uh, so this is something that's laid heavy on my heart for years that I've wanted to do for him because he did so much for me and just something to help remember him by, maybe inform people who don't know about him and the legacy that he had and the impact that he had on many lives in this area as well. So that's kind of the intent and that's the plan there. Without further ado, we're going to move forward and here's the classical segment. Thanks again for tuning in. So we are going to talk about historical governmental censorship. Um, first, I guess, I mean, it's happened over time, you know, whenever the Roman happens. Empire would take over somebody, they would burn all the books, burn everything about the culture and everything, you know. Um, I guess more in our recent memories, we'll talk about World War One. Um, the British did their blackout tactics with uh, basically they would black out anything on paper or information. Um, of procedures that they had taken during the war or whatever, something that might be, may have been found unethical. Um, so basically there was no paper trail to anything that they did. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny to go to go jump ahead really far. It's funny that, that you know, that they just try to ostracize whatever it is to make it, to make it like, oh, it's not so bad. Right. They did the, the entire Vietnam conflict, quote unquote, they did that too. They're like, oh, that wasn't a war. They were just... There's some shit going on. Just to support, there. you know. Although more people died right. in Vietnam than you know, they died, tried. died of natural causes in, in the three years prior to that in this country. Yeah, they always people. skew the numbers in yeah. their favors. That's always well. Been. I know, but to say like, oh, you know, it was only like half a million people. No big deal, right? And you're like, really? That's <laughs> no big deal. I mean, how many people died nine eleven, and we decided to go to war with two countries? Yeah, you know, and then kill forty five hundred more. Yeah, no shit. American soldiers and counting. Yeah, and counting yeah. to this day. Anyway, please continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> then we'll, uh, I guess you could move on to obviously the next logical progression in history would be World War II. Um, tactics happening happening there. I mean, th- there's a tons of stuff we can address as far as censorship with that. Uh, the loose lips sink ships campaign um, with the media. Stalin, there was an actual picture of him with Nikolai where they had edited out Nikolai in that picture because later the Soviet Union had. Um, executed him. Yeah. And they didn't want to depict Stalin as a friend of him at any time. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, I mean, how could you not talk about the Nazi party and the Holocaust, you know, the, the propaganda films that they had, you know, that inspired people. Um, anybody who's recently seen Inglorious Bastards, you know, they kind of hit on that. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was awesome because usually mainstream World War II movies, they don't hit on that at all whatsoever. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Josh. <laughs> Don't. But uh, <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> oh, come on. 
Caleb. Come on. You're not allowed around the computer anymore. Yes. It's your computer, you can't use it while you're in this room. Oh, shit. Uh, Josh <laughs> is looking at a, at a little avatar. I can only see it's on a loop of a little black kid freaking out. And the look on his face just it screams prejudice. It does. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Josh. No, I, dude, I thought it was like a black kid on his camera, like watching our show. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to be careful of this episode. <laughs> you know, that's weird. When, so, when I see a black person enter the room, I never have to say to myself, I should watch what I'm saying. I'm not really racist. I just, I don't know. You just say a lot of things that will get you fucking thrown a beating. You right? say yeah, things yeah, yeah. that can be taken for negative yeah. connotation. See, what you need to do is, is be the kind of person that, you know, is that is non-threatening to all races. Yeah. 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 Did, did anybody else find, did you find it ironic that the homosexual individual at your Halloween party was wearing a wearing fairy wings? It wasn't he like in regular clothes and just fairy wings. I didn't realize that was a costume. I just thought, you know, once you do a you do a certain amount of something, you know, in the gay community, you, you, you get your wings, wings. kind of like a whistle, like a like a pilot. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, at least I'm sucking up dick. I got my wings. At least in the gay in the gay male community anyway. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought. Are you looking at? Oh, there's a chicken <laughs> oh, in a on. disco. <laughs> Josh, I'm gonna have to turn. In a world, fucking looking at that. In right. a world, full yeah, of you chicken got fucking disco. sick am pulled up here, and we can see everything that's going on in the stick am world. It's just like random stuff. First, it's a little black kid that Josh thinks it's looking at him. <laughs> then it's a fucking chico doing a disco. Or Which, chicken doing a disco. Uh, wait, his name was Chico. Chico. <laughs> chico the chicken yes. doing the disco. <laughs> Diskin. <laughs> And how are the hell are we ever supposed to do a show with these kind of distractions? Yeah, I mean, no shit. Or turn it off. I, I mean, I put off. my pants back on. The least you could do is get off a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Nazi World War II. propaganda in World War II. Right back to that. Um, they, for a while, and maybe still to this day, as far as I know, because I don't live in Germany, obviously, but um, they actually strict that whole information out of their history books like it never happened you know and, yeah um at conventions and things you know whenever it, people had, had alluded to that war or that conflict you know they basically played the denial card yeah. uh and over time and I, how can you deny that i mean oh yeah it's so so recently you know it's not like 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 we act like slavery never happened in this country. Like we were always this like perfect. Yeah, but it's not stricken from our history. Yeah, books. well, that's will, true, and that's, that's very the, true. Oh yeah, we talk about abolitionists and everything else. So yeah. you know, we do look at that. We we in a way, you know, now especially with a black president, we look at the progression that our country has taken over time, mm -hmm. and there is there is a pride in that sense of it. Now, I think there are a lot of people that are of having got away from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but now you ask a, a German about World War Two, they're like. Well, they're embarrassed, but well, you got to think too. I mean, from from their point of view, not not really from the censor. The and a lot of people of that are in power now too. Uh, I want to say before I forget, you got to realize that a lot of these people are like very young kids, probably weren't involved yeah. in the war at all. Yeah, maybe not even born. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, definitely. well, and then yeah, they're like, so why are you being an asshole to us yeah, because what our grand grandparents did? I, yeah. I, I think what it's important important to think about because you know I, I've known <clears> a lot of people that have been been to Germany and that's. One of the first things everybody asks somebody who's been to Germany, it's like, did you ask them about the Nazis? Yeah. And it's like, no, them, I don't want to get murdered. And none of them talk here. about, no, nobody talk about the Nazi regime because it wasn't the German people that were Nazis. It was the German government. You yeah. know, it was, it was a, it was a right of government. It was the faction in charge. Yeah. Right. You know? Yep. And, like that doesn't mean, and that doesn't mean that there weren't a great many people that didn't disagree with it because, I mean, I think it on any level, 
someone is just fundamentally going to disagree with genocide, oh, no matter no what it was. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm you know, like Josh over here he goes hunting and stuff. I've never been hunting a day in my life. I've never even shot a gun. But if we decided, hey, let's kill all the deer, I'd be like, yo, 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 wait, wait, wait. That seems like a really piss poor idea to kill all of everything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even let's wipe though, out a race. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Right. You know, I mean, and on one one hand, you'd be like, yeah, I want to kill all the deer. But at the same time, you're like, well, if I kill all the deer, I have to I have to stop hunting deer. You know? Yeah. There's no more. There's no more doing it after that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you know, the Jews are like deers. I mean, <laughs> in the sense that Bambi dies in the beginning, yes, but. <laughs> He but, pulled the uh, shit up again. Little, little he no, 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 could no, no, no. not resist. No, I didn't even see and it. You guys saw kid. it first that time. That was you me. fucking looked at it and then looked at I me. I was looking at the writing. You just want to <laughs> see little black boys for Freak some out. reason. Now, this is what I find ironic <laughs> right now. Yeah, no, you know what? Now that you bring that up, that's that's a little awkward. <laughs> I feel a little awkward. <laughs> like, down Why is your me? hand between your legs right now? I'm, I'm putting my mic cable between my legs. Our hands are by our microphones and drinks. I give Seriously. You should. God, God. <laughs> we're you the assholes. <laughs> we're not stalking some little nine-year-old kid on stick hands. <laughs> I do it with pleasure. Wow, that's what we're afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, the Nazi regime. Yeah, the Nazi regime. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I mean, you know, if you look at it too, um, you know, even. A present day example would be Darfur, also. You know, yeah, or China. Oh, yeah, yes. but dude, China can't. can't you get have on a limitation yeah. on what type of kids that you can. Yeah. How many kids you can. I mean, have, that's, what and that's like that's like well, personal legislation at that yeah. point. Like that's then, that's more than just like media censorship, which is which is sort of the the main point today. But and we will get into that you know. with China also. Well, the Nazis though they didn't hate just specifically Jews. They hated anybody that wasn't Aryan, right? Not no, necessarily. No. H- Hitler. Hitler had that doctrine. He 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 picked apart what he wanted from that doctrine to get he what cons- he wanted. Yeah. He so cons- he pretty much said, "Ah, we'll just choose the Jews." Yeah. And-, and the thing is, I mean, even I don't know if you guys have ever read Mein Kampf or anything like that, or any anything else that uh, that that has come out about about Hitler. No one really understood exactly why it was he made some of the choices he made in terms of that. You know, like he he was Jewish. He was half Jewish himself. Yeah. So I mean. It's almost on a psychological level, level why he did it. I mean, it's not. No, there's no rhyme or reason why he decided to take it that far. Basically, I for his theory, power. I have a theory, though. You guys want to hear my theory? Yep. It's a two-parter, real quick. All right. <clears throat> All people in, in, in public eyes tend to say that they believe in God, whether they do or not. And they, they tend to say that they, they go to church and they, they go through all the motions. It's all just a, a part of posturing. I think Hitler wanted to prove, possibly, one of two things by 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 committing genocide on the Jewish people, which according to the Bible are God's chosen people. Yeah. I think from that, Hitler either wanted to invoke the end of times by killing all of God's people and forcing God to have to come down to stop him, or by being able to kill what was it, six six million Jews? Uh at least twelve million. Okay. Something like this. some just outrageous yeah. num- like inconceivable number. By by going that far with it and taking it that far, and God didn't come to save his people, I think it was meant to disparage their entire religious view. Right. And not just theirs, because it, it goes out from there, you know? I mean, right, yeah. Obviously, the Christians and Jews don't agree on a lot of things, neither do neither do the Muslims, and, you know, every religion has a lot of a lot of problems. But but if you think about it, like, what better way to invoke one or the other? I mean, what, what better way to say, all right, God, do something, than, hey, I'm yeah. going to kill... As many of your people as I can, 
and there's nothing anybody because Germany's not a big place, not not comparatively to you know to to what the, the damage it was doing to the world. You know what yeah. I mean? It was right. I mean, Jesus Christ, they made a monster out of that place. So that's just that's just two of my theories. That's a good theory. I'd say that it it definitely is at least a part of that. Um, I think maybe the whole <laughs> ideal was maybe even a little bit bigger. Hitler was a smart man, but it, it even almost went beyond that. I mean, it was it was more than an occultic following. Mm-hmm. And you can you know you how you know how inspired people get by occultic following. Yeah, you know, and things that have happened over the generations. But it was. I think it was even a bigger picture than that. I just think that he, I can't say that necessarily he was completely insane, but obviously his ideals were not for the Out positive there. He was of like man. Ma- mad scientist insane. Like right. he, he had his wits about him. He knew what he was doing and why he was doing it. You just couldn't, you couldn't touch base with why. You know what I mean? Like a, right. a, a, a logical person. person. Yeah. yeah. Could not, could not see the justification in his yeah. actions. I, I did actually view this thing though, that um, you talked about Mein Kampf earlier, mm-hmm. where they made similarities to speeches that Adolf Hitler gave to his people. And some of the greatest members of our American democracy have made similar and almost exact well, to the T. A lot of it has to do with the public zeal speaking, that they display, yeah. though, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, but, and two, public speaking and charisma is the same in any language. It's the same in yeah. anything you're talking about. I mean, you could. You watch a monologue, a really good monologue written in a movie, and it's going to have some of the same qualities. Yeah, because I mean, it's meant to it's meant to lure you, and it's meant to to, to grab at you and be dramatic and theatric and just inspire. You know, inspiration yeah. only works. You know, yeah, it you works can, the way it works. You, know? you can be a totally, I mean, a totally fucking crazy person, but you get up and make a little bit of sense and just be completely yeah. well. That's enthralled why enthralled in what you're talking about, and you will get, you will gain followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's no question. A yep. uh, prime example currently of that is the Tea Party. I know we continually yeah. bash them, but uh. they get up and they're inspired by their belief system. And there are fucking people, Bible thumpers, that just fall right in line, fall right in suit with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's completely insane to anybody who has a fucking brain like mm-hmm. us. But there are people out there that think that this is this is truth. This is reality. This is the way things should be. You know, this is God's well, plan. It, it's, it's strange that the Tea Party... The one thing I really, really respect about the Tea Party is that they they stole one of the only things that that the left side was good at, which was causing a scene about something. Yeah, and they were like, "No, no, we can do that too. We can, we can, we can start stir some shit, shaking the foundation." And that's exactly what they did. And, and it's and this whole time I thought they were ignoring all of us. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was paying attention, you yeah. know. And that's so at least you know that. Flat, it's flattering that they imitated the other side so much, but it's it's sad that they've they've used it for what they've used it for. Uh, moving on from World War II itself, we could get into the whole fifties discussion, uh, the post World War II, basically the beginning of the Cold War that lasted even all the way up until the end of the Reagan administration. But um, I one thing I really want to talk about: if anybody's never seen the movie Good Night, Good Luck, it's directed by George Clooney. It's got an all-star cast. Robert Downey Jr. is in it also. Um, it's about Edward Edward Morrow, who is uh, a correspondent for CBS. Um, I think the show is called See It Now, yeah. And basically they had went around. They had like political forum discussion. You know, this is in the, you know, the beginning years of television, obviously, black and white, you know. Yeah. They didn't have back-to-back programming, you know. It was it came on a specific time at night. Otherwise, it was completely fucking static the rest of the time. 
or maybe you got an audio signal or, you know, it wasn't what we know as television today. It, w- it wasn't, yeah. Everybody sat around the TV and they were completely amazed by seeing another individual inside of a, a box. A box. Yeah. Um, but they had basically called out the scare tactics, the red scare tactics, and um, ended it. they ended up shaking the whole foundation of America. They kind of called out Senator McCarthy and really was the beginning of the end for Senator McCarthy and his scare tactics. Well, and just for that whole that pushing of communism. I mean, they. I mean, there are a ton of movies about it. There are t- there are oh, yeah. tons of stories about it, and every one of them, you just you think you watch it and you're like, Jesus Christ, what the hell country are they in? And then to realize it was this one. Yeah, you know, right. it was it was this country. It was it was our grandparents. You know what I mean? It was our great grandparents. They were the ones that ever go through that. The I modern day example of that again, you know, to make it a little bit more relevant is terrorism. Mm-hmm. Now it's the Muslim community Regime. is the same as communism, and we're ostracizing all these people. They would put them back. They had camps where they put red communities together, like even in big cities like New York. They they would have red communities where they put everybody that they. It thought were communists or whatever in the same area. Mm-hmm. Um, they had in term they had camps, you know, in World War Two. You know, going back to World War Two, they put like all Japanese or Pacific Islanders or any kind of into one camp. Anybody that looked Asian, yeah, no matter they a, could be born camp. in this country, they, right. could, they, they have, should have the same rights as the next guy. But because of the the ethnicity that they they had, they wear on their face. You're gonna you're gonna ship these people off somewhere else. Interesting or, fact about. Um, the Asian internment camps that they had had. Um, George Dakai, who's a famous actor. He and gay cool, man. And gay man, yes. He does. Recently, he's been doing the, I think it's Sharp commercials um, mm, yeah. for their flat panel televisions. But he was in Star, the original Star Trek television show. And then he was also on Howard Stern, does the news for Howard Stern. He's also the dad, uh, hero's dad in Heroes. Yeah. And, for the uh, younger audience. Yeah. So, hey kids, we'll get you connected, kids. But George Sakai, his parents actually were in a camp, and he was a young boy <laughs> at the time, a very Real. extremely young boy. That's just kind of crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, Red Scare. <laughs> yeah, it's some crazy I, I, shit, man. <laughs> so crazy, it's like everybody was on the period. It was so much red everywhere: red wings, red socks, red. Uh, Red hooded sweatshirts, Everybody little red was, riding hood. Yeah, they were walking around with red lipstick and red eyeliners. It was they so was, red; it was like little red riding hood on her period, but it was like a heavy flow month. Yeah, it was definitely like that. It was all like in the sky in the air, and she had no tampons, and she was wearing red <laughs> underwear. Yeah, it was uh, man, that was a sexy <laughs> little picture you painted there. I'll uh, say it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately at the end of the red scare, uh, the FCC kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, it popped up. Yeah, um, they've been in an organization, but this is the main focus. Whenever they started having, and this kind of leads into our next segment with media. But um, whenever they had started calling all the rappers and stuff, they're talking about police brutality and mm-hmm. all, that, all that stuff. You know, started shaking the foundation. And um, Gore was a senator at the time, but it was actually during the Bush administration. And you know, him and his wife were big advocates. Tipper. Yeah, we're big advocates against this. Um, and D. Snyder actually came to these 
um, who, hearings who and stuff. Who doesn't get enough credit, by the really way? That weird. man is a very intelligent, well-spoken guy. He he very well is. I don't, I'm not into Twisted Sister no, whatsoever. No, no, I think it's, they're kind of like a one-hit wonder shit 80s yeah, band. But yeah, well, you know, the same thing can be said about Marilyn Manson. I've never liked anything he's ever done, but I would listen to that guy talk all day. Yeah. He's a friggin', he's, yeah. he's such a smart, compassionate guy. Definitely. Or girl, I don't know, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> Shim. He's, I, heard, I heard he's missing a rib and he could suck his own cockle. I don't know. <laughs> I can't say that for sure, but I would pay several dollars to watch. I think I would too. But uh, we're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go off to a break with that wonderful information. Yep. And uh, we're gonna come back. Hey there, this is Barrett from ATI Pod. Every week, Josh and I talk about what's going on in the world, what's entertaining, what's controversial. Nothing's out of bounds. Whether it's sports, current events, politics, TV, movies, you name it, we talk about it. We're going to have local artists on our show, promoting their work. That's right, you're for the people, by the people. Stay tuned, and you can find us anywhere that you get your lovely, lovely, juicy, juicy audio content. We are now on broadcasting platforms such as Spotify and Stitcher. Stay in touch with us via social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for ATI Pod. We'll see you around. And hey, stay safe out there.